You hear that, everybody? That means I got to pay some bills. Oh, that's the disco call, the bird of salesmanship, man, here to tell us that area is all about the live Smodco shows you can go see near you, man. Want to see one of these newfangled live podcast thingies all the hipsters are talking about? Podcasts are free, man. When you come see them live, you have got to pay. Women in negligees, free. Brothers have got to pay. Smodco shows heading your way this week, man. Me and Jay Muse make our debuts at Hollywood's famous Sunset Strip, man. Jay and Silly Bob getting live, getting old, getting live. Uh, I get all flustered when the birds flying, man. I get crazy for them. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old comes to the Laugh Factory uh, on a Sunset Strip in Hollywood, man. Ten o'clock. Wednesday, January 23rd. This Wednesday, it's our debut. Uh, help us sell this bitch out so the Laugh Factory thinks we're, we got something going on. January 31st, man. Uh, me and Muse are taking a trip to Colorado. The Colorado rush is happening. Uh, Jay and Silly Bob get old in Durango on January 31st at the Community Concert Hall at Fort Lewis College, 7.30 p.m. Uh, then on February 1st, uh, over in uh, Boulder, man. Bowl over the shoulder, Boulder, Holder, Colorado. Celebrating their recent relaxation of the weed laws, me and Muse gonna do what we're calling a podcast. Isn't that cute? It's Jay and Silly Bob get old, 7 p.m. at the Boulder Theater, man. Ticks at csmod.com. February 2nd, you got two Smod Co shows, the love it's been. Hollywood Babylon at 8 p.m. Then stick around, as usual, Hollywood Babylon 8 p.m. Me and Ralph. Stick around, uh, 10 p.m., man. Space Monkeys. What Space Monkeys? That's Bry Johnson. Uh, that's Brian Quinn. That's Sal Volcano. Those last two dudes are from Impractical Jokers. The first guy, Bry Johnson. Of course, you know from Comic Book Man. And both Brian and Brian, you know from Tell Him Steve, Dave, man. Uh, they do a podcast called Space Monkeys, and they're coming to do it out here in Los Angeles. We give them a big old warm welcome at the Lovitz. Uh, it's right after Babylon on February 2nd. At the John Lovitz Comedy Club and Podcast Theater. Tickets at csmod.com. And hey, you want to get some oral from my wife while I watch? I'm a creepy cuckold like that, man. No, man, I'm not talking about that mother scratch. I'm talking about plus one, bitch. Me and my good lady wife, Jen Schwabach, tell you the secret to staying married. Spoilers. It's anal. Uh, plus one at Cobb's Comedy Club, February 6th. Part of the San Francisco Sketch Fest. More info over at csmod.com, S-E-E-S-M-O-D.com. And don't forget all about the new shows over at the YouTube channel, man, uh, csmod, youtube.com slash csmod. Why, Bri? Wall Flying and Draws, Comic Head is back, of course, and Sloppy Seconds with Kevin Smith. The Smod Kingdom comes, man. Comes and comes and keeps on coming. Buckets full of funny. Slipping your ear, pussy, man. Feels good. Spotcast.com, kids. Now back to our show. I am a green and olive queen. I'm a Martian man hunter. I'm a lover of me. I'm a Wolverine. You're over me. I'll open you clean. I love the BPRD. There's no creepy geek. I got a pool drawer at the comic book store. I got a discount. When I want Alan Moore, all the work with the mouth. That's what I'm all about. More green. That's one thing. I'm gonna blaze and geek out. I love bags and boards because I'm. Fucking dog. I like bags and boards because I'm a fucking dog. I like bags and boards because I'm a fucking dog. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What? Happy New Year. Uh, 
We're back. You can stop worrying. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Matt Cohen. Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. Misty is in Vegas right now. Uh, I know people have been complaining she's not been on the show, but she's got a busy life, man. You know, she's like a fucking, she's like Carmen Sandiego. You never know where that gal's going to show up. So, uh, no Misty this week, but she'll be back next. And, uh, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff, but at first I realized I've never done like a 2012 wrap up and uh, I thought today would be a good opportunity. And we're going to, uh, chat with the folks who are here to talk about their film later. But first we're going to talk about some other movies. This is getting all meta and shit. Like I'm already confused, man. It's, it's bad because we're 39 seconds in. So it's going to be a two and a half minute long <laughs> podcast. Uh, please welcome. You've heard him before on this show, Mr. Jason Trost. Hello, hello. AKA Jatro. And, uh, for the first time, our friend Lucas Till. How you doing? What's going on, fellas? So you guys have a new movie that just came out talking about, uh, 2012. That's one of the first 2013 movies I've seen, I think. Uh, superheroes yeah, it came must out die. in the first, so it would have to be. It was, it was a baby New Year's gift. <laughs> um, you guys, we're going we're to get into that much later. Not much later, but much more in depth a little bit later. But uh, just to tease people, you guys have a new film came out. Uh, you wrote and directed just like you did with the FP, right? Yep. And uh, you and Lucas star in it. Give them, give them a teaser of what you would say the movie's about. Uh, it's, I mean, the, the synopsis is out there. It's just, uh, four. So give them the exact synopsis. The, the exact the synopsis. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, four superheroes that wake up in an abandoned town. Their powers have been taken from them and they've been kidnapped by their arch nemesis to compete in games to survive the night. Oh shit. You said that really fast. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. You've got that practice though, right? No, that's probably the best I've ever done. I usually really? fuck it up. Dude, if only you could have pitched like that, man. This thing I would know. have been $80 million, and you would have been played by Denzel Washington. Yeah, exactly. Or Shia LaBeouf, more like it. come true. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about that flick a little later, and we're going to talk about some other movies. But 2012, I think it was a fucking decent year for movies, man. For a while, I was like, I like two, up until about September, I was like, I only like two movies this year, and it was Cabin in the Woods and Avengers. And then all of a sudden, like, Fucking 30 movies came out that were really, really good, I thought. Oh, yeah, it was an awesome movie f- or year for movies, I thought. What's your... Do you have a number one? I, I don't know. I've got a... I can never really get number... Nothing really jumped out this year as, like, my number one, but, I mean, I really like Dread. See, I, I love, still haven't seen Dread, It's man. fucking awesome. Like, if you grew up in the movies that we grew up on, it's Did you see it, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it better than The Raid? Because it's basically the same movie, yeah, it's right? It's basically the same movie. I mean, I, I, haven't, I, like, seen the raid. I haven't seen the raid, but oh, I imagine the raid, I would you like love Dread more. The raid, dude, yeah. it's fucking hardcore. Dread's Dread, just like, so iconic. Like, yeah, it's just so iconic. Early '90s that I'm down. Is it better than? Is Rob Schneider in it? Uh, for a second, as a cameo. Is he really? No. Oh, that would <laughs> fucking. Is he still alive? Like, yeah, he's that. still alive. Come on, man. He had a sitcom, I uh, think, at some point. If there was a Rob Schneider cameo, I would have stopped the podcast right now and fucking <laughs> went to go buy Dread. Right. Uh, so yeah, you're into action movies, right? Did oh, you, yeah. you dug Expendables? I loved Expendables, but I mean, not because I think it's a great movie, but it's like the greatest hits version of my childhood, so it was fun to watch. Yeah, it's like Jock Jams. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a Looney like, Tunes. It's a compilation It's a Looney movie. Tunes movie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, nuts. Totally. Um, yeah. It was insane. Did you see it too? <laughs> yeah. Get a, get a little yeah. closer. Oh, on yeah, there. yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, did you dig Expendables also? Uh, big time, yeah. I but- saw it with Jason at a midnight screening. Yeah, that was the shit. That was my second time seeing it too. <laughs> yeah, you're a fucking nut. No, no, no. I'm, I'm listening. Keep oh, going. No, I was asking you. No, no, no. no. Did you I'm see the first one? Were, were, were you a fan of the first one? Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like the second one much more? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I think there's two different types of likes, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> What's yeah. the kind of like you're talking about? Like <laughs> no, a movie I mean, so shitty it, you love it? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, fucking ridiculous, a, yeah. dude. That's how I felt about two. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually think two. Like I, I think one is a better film than two, but two is fucking batshit crazy. It's just way more fun. The it's first cartoon. one was never fun. Was no. the problem? The first one was like it was weird. It kept coming to the line of actually becoming. Either a full-out parody or, like, a bloody action yeah, movie. The weirdest and it was thing neither. about one, the tone was all over the place. Like, one scene's the worst scene you've ever seen. And there's the scene with Mickey Rourke where he talks about that chick dying on the bridge. And, like, well, that's for your consideration scene. Yeah. And then the next scene Except that he's dressed retarded. like fucking yeah, it, uh, hipster Gandalf. That movie was so <laughs> confusing. He's got, like, purple dreads. Dude. At least in two, like, no, oh, it just kills some people. I've seen a lot of biker guys. Like, I used to live by the Hells Angels headquarters in New York. I never saw a dude with, like, purple dreads and a wizard pipe. Like Mickey, Mickey <laughs> Rourke enough. is awesome in yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, He's yeah. not even mentioned in the no, sequel yeah, yeah. either. No, not at all. And hardly, yeah, gently is bad. hardly either. I was so bummed out by that. <laughs> His last line is, uh, "You'll find another minority, right?" And yeah. then, they, then they do. It's which, perfect. Which one? The, the Chinese lady. The, oh yeah. All right. Girl. Well, what if that's gently in disguise? It, what if that's like the like plot it. of Expendables hey, Three? Hey, Maggie, you playing games with me? Yeah, and he just rips <laughs> off the mask, and it's all of a sudden you call me short. You call and make a short joke because that's all he does in those movies, basically. Yeah. You heard Jackie Chan is in for the third one? No. Yeah, that's going to be bitchy. Are you serious? That's supposedly, insane. That's going to be nuts. Supposedly. But then Jackie Chan made that comment about America being the cesspool of, of the world and that Western democracy was like a uh, a, a dictatorship. And He'll that, still be whoa. in. Did that's you see that? Awesome. No, that's Yeah, awesome. Jackie Chan made some like real anti-American comments in like a Chinese newspaper last week. <laughs> Which is funny because he's that's lived awesome. here for like 26 years or something. Uh, I know. Wow. Did you see Stallone and Schwarzenegger on the Golden Globes? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was kind of awesome. And it was awesome only because you're like, holy shit, one of those men is from Austria and one of them has no excuse and yeah. neither of them can fucking talk. No, that's what was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you know, I like Stallone being like, you've lived in this country for like 30 years. I feel like that wasn't <laughs> even still scripted. Talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's always been my, that was my Jackie Chan. And then Chan Arnold thing. just replies like, look who's talking. Same with Jet Li, dude. What year did Lethal Weapon 4 come out? Like 1997? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Dude can't speak English still. Nope. I guess they just don't care. You don't have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, we basically, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to cut that one out. I was going to make a derogatory joke, but not here. All right. We'll <laughs> save it. We'll save it for the post Yeah, let's save it. Uh, for the web-only version. Wouldn't that be funny? This is the web-only version. You know how like, TV shows do that thing now? Where yeah, web-only. The wrap-up web-only The, wrap the, web only the thing? talking dead. Yeah, yeah. Two-minute exclusive clip of next week's Bagged and Boarded. Um, it's me talking about bong hits. Uh, I really liked Cabin in the Woods was my number one film of the year. That movie was awesome. It surprised me. I fucking, it blew me away, dude. And I've never been a J.J. Abrams, not J.J. Abrams. The other guy. Joss Whedon. Yeah, the other Lord the same, of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah, they have the same J letter. Um, I was never a huge Whedon fan before. I wasn't, And this was just Whedon's year. Dude, Cap, my number one and two films of the year are fucking Cabin in the Woods and Avengers. Yeah, Avengers is the shit. I mean, the moment when they're like, the comms are down, and then like, shoot the thrill just plays, and Iron Man shows up, I'm like, all right, fuck they're it, so, this is Dude, rad. just the Hulk alone. Like, <laughs> yeah. the Hulk alone is better than everything else in movies this year. And the thing is, The Avengers has a lot of problems. I'll I mean, admit so, that. So do most yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the first hour is pretty unbearably boring. <laughs> but once you yeah, fucking get to New York, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yep. yeah. But you just can't. I mean, it, you're blind to the criticism. What was that? Was that Honest Trailers that does the, yeah. uh, the good? I didn't give yeah. a shit about The Avengers. About The Avengers being a bad movie. I love it. Like, no, I, I know. Yeah, it's like, I watch those, yeah, like, yeah. like Dark Knight. I watch The Honest Trailers. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Dark Knight. Which is how I felt the first time I saw that movie, but each, each consecutive viewing, I'm like, like it more? wait, 
this movie is actually really fun. The more I watch it, the more I love it. Now I'm like, I started hating it, and now I'm like, I love that movie. It's actually one of my favorites of the year. It's like, and I, I was like, I'm never going to see that fucking movie again. And then my I brother's like, no, it. check it out on I, IMAX. Oh, no, I didn't buy it. I, I saw a screener of it. I wonder if I'll ever see it again, because it really it, fucking fucked with my head. What I, what I dig about it, it was confusing. Most, it's, like, it's the most like, comic book-y out of all of them. Like, yeah, it's like, this is an, anima- it's an animated series episode. That's it's why fucking, I liked it. It makes no sense. Nothing, yeah. like, nothing happened for any reason. <laughs> and neither do any superhero movies, really. So, oh, we'll get to that a little bit later, yeah. I guess. Um, Captain Woods Avengers Raid, I really dug, which you guys haven't seen. We talked about I really did like uh, Silver Linings Playbook. I just saw that. That was actually Dude, awesome. Huge surprise like, for me. That surprised the shit out of me. It's like, that is genuinely one of my favorites of the year. Absolutely. It's and like, I, oh, Bradley Cooper's crazy, but he's just saying what's in my head. It was the first time <laughs> I weird. ever thought, I was like, oh, okay, I get why Bradley Cooper's in movies now. That was for me with Jennifer Lawrence. It was the first time really? I'm like, oh, wait, she's attractive and she's actually good. That was the first time for me. De Niro was good in it, yeah, which for the he first hasn't time in like been 20 years. in a long time. <laughs> like, did you see it till Silver Linings Playbook? No, pretty much anything that would have been a screener for the Oscars or the Golden Globes, I still haven't seen. What did, Except wh- for Les Mis about five times. Every Russell Crowe scene from uh, Dude, Les Mis. That movie is the best comedy have of our generation. It? It's, I've yeah, seen it five times. Every it? time somebody comes over to my house, I force them to get drunk and Wait, watch it with you me. You literally saw it five times? Yeah, we have the screener. I force people to come over and watch it because it's the funniest movie ever. For me, it's like I finally understand what it's like for people to watch the FP that aren't me. It's like, what is this? Why, what about it? It's so fucking... It's just hysterical. Like, nothing makes sense. And it's just like, I, I couldn't relate with the movie less. And it's, everyone just goes 130%. And they're like so devoted to the joke. I mean, in my opinion, I'm sure they're actually trying. But Russell Crowe is a comedic genius. So like, how he plays a guy who can't sing or act is I've, incredible. Well, I think he in real life can't sing or act. Yeah, I know, so I know. That, that, 30 oh, odd okay. foot of grunts. Yeah. I, made, I made a short in high school devoted to making fun of that band. Did but, you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it was a pleasure for me watching um, Les Mis. But the funniest thing about Les Mis, too, and I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really pass judgment, but I watched this uh, Hollywood Reporter Director's Roundtable thing with yeah. Affleck and Quentin and Tom Hooper and Russell, uh, no, uh, whoever did Silver Linings Playbook, David O. Russell. Yeah. That Tom Hooper dude is real serious. Yeah, did David O. Russell just start fighting people? No, he just kind of, like, t- he was actually cool. Every time Quentin spoke, Tom Hooper shot it, like, rolled his eyes and, like, looked away. Yeah. Like, the guy who directed Les Mis, I don't think he was intending it to be funny at all. I think it was supposed to be the best movie ever No, made. I know, I know. Like, my grandparents love it. Do they? I gotta see, now I want to see it, man. No, it's, it's incredible, because there's, like, about three sentences in the entire movie that are spoken. Everything else is sung. It's an opera, like, right? No, just down to everything. Yeah. It's just like, it means you're a dangerous man. Someone explained. Stole a loaf of bread. And that's the whole movie, just back and forth to each Stole other. Stole a loaf of bread. Someone explained the difference. An opera, is, like, someone, uh, between an opera and a musical, an opera is where they sing every line of dialogue. Yeah, that's what it is. And I could never fuck with that, because it always just. It blows your mind. Like the first time I saw it, it makes me feel I was, weird. It I was makes me so cringe. drunk and messed up. Like I was going back and forth between like cackling and then like crouching in the corner and like batting at the TV. It was like it was the most terrifying, hilarious experience of my life. How watching is that movie. America's Sweetheart Anne Hathaway in it? She's phenomenal. Whatever is she really she's doing, that good? whatever she's doing looks so hard. That <laughs> I just I could never yeah, even imagine okay. doing it. Yeah, I mean that's I couldn't have said it better myself. She's dirty and singing. Cutting her hair off, right? It pays oh, dead. Like, Are you like way into the music now? I've watched it five times. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, do you know all the fucking songs? It, it makes me kind of want to. You want to bust out a little it, on it my makes, own? It, a little bit. It makes me want to make uh, one of the sequels to the FP a musical because I think I missed the boat with not See, throwing any of those elements in. I think you should just make the sequel to the FP. Lame is. Yeah, it would, from now on, it's like if I wa- if I do FP screenings, I'm gonna play the first half of Les Mis, the transition you into the FP. <laughs> then you'll get it. That's awesome. Uh, what have you seen this year that you've dug, dude? Anything? 
No, but I have a feeling that because uh, I still haven't seen Django yet. I just mm. I know that's gonna be my favorite movie of the year. Weird because I saw. It? I mean, I, I, saw, I, love, I love Django. Everything except for like the second third act at the end. I love. I'm gonna be controversial right now. I like the reason I'm even anywhere near where I am in my life today is because of Quentin Tarantino and because of Pulp Fiction, and that's mm-hmm. the reason I wanted to get into film and all that. And I've loved every movie he's ever made, including Death Proof. Ew. I did not like Django, and if and I still don't know why. Yeah, why? Okay. It's strange. It was such a small... And I didn't like Inglourious as much as I liked his other movies either. Really? Inglourious is like my favorite. The reason was I thought it was a smaller story than he typically tells. It was also like the first time he actually told it narratively like one movie, basically. Yes. But, I mean, aside from like Jackie Brown, but but Inglourious specifically, like my problems with it are you don't really get to know any of the characters at all except for Brad Pitt, kind of. Yeah. Like they're just random dudes. Like I would have rather a collection of phenomenal scenes. I would have rather exactly, which is what his movies typically yeah. are. You just help me nail them why I don't like Django. I didn't think there were any phenomenal. Like I can't name the fucking. Oh, come on, man! The scene at the dinner table with Leo. Which one? With the, with the well, skull. You know, like the whole like ten minute long sequence. Yeah, of all that was it's awesome. cool, but it's not like fucking Marcellus with the bandaid on his neck, fucking getting the briefcase, and Bruce Willis with the sword, and it's not. Uh, I don't know, Robert man. De Niro sh- like getting a shot shoot, in the a shootout to hip hop music, and like I like the way that you was, die, boy. Dude, like I was, awesome, I was laughing. Like awesome I'll, I won't, don't get me wrong, I laughed a lot yeah. when fucking I was Tupac started playing. I lost dude, my mind. When, when yeah, when Tupac's oh, playing, they're shooting people, and it's like you got Samuel Jackson being like you know the house slave. Like I was laughing hysterically. It's just in my mind, Quentin's entire career has basically been like when he was working at that video store for ten years. In yeah. my mind, every single day, all he did all day long between customers was write movie scenes down in a notebook. Yeah, probably. That's Meaning, like, sense. I want to shoot a guy through his fucking ear, and then I want to have a guy eaten by dogs, and I want all this shit. And then through his entire career, it's just been a checklist of him getting to put those scenes to film. And when it started, he could weave a story around it. I feel like the notebook is getting down to the end now, and he doesn't have that many badass scenes. Yeah, like no, I mean, I'd him. agree with it. Django's not my favorite of his, but I still thought it was fun as shit. It, dude, it wasn't the worst movie of the year. That would yeah. belong to a I just, film I also, the- I also love Westerns, so... Yeah, you don't get to, and they don't make me. many like no. three ten to Yuma was really good. And, well, you don't get a lot of westerns, man. Yeah, I take what I get. Um, it wasn't the worst movie of the year, and that goes to a film called Holy Motors. Are either of you guys familiar with that? I just don't think I can sit through that, Jason. You can't. I watched Les Mis. I don't think I can sit through that. Right. What is this? What is this? Holy Motors is a French film by a guy named Leo Carax. Isn't it just like film school, the movie? That's what yes. everyone keeps telling me. It's an, it's an art. It's a fucking Which hour. Which if you see the FP, you'll know that that is not my flavor. It's an hour and 45 minute <laughs> art movie. And like that being said, I've, I like Waking Life. There's a lot of like art movies I appreciate. This one was just fucking, it was the most pretentious, boring, like weird. It wasn't a movie. Yeah. It wasn't a movie, dude. It was like a French music video. You're, you're freaking me out right now. With like now, prosthetic man. boners and like troll people. What? I don't even want to get into it. Okay. Uh, I know people who's their favorite. Like critics say it's their favorite movie of the year, though. So, and we'll get into critics in a little bit because you have you've had your own run in with critics them. or something yeah. else. Um, what else did I dig? I dug fucking. Uh, what's that? What were you gonna say? I, I love Cloud Atlas, and that's Cloud a controversial Atlas. Dude, I really, that actually was my favorite movie of the year. I always I forget really that was Cloud, it. I have a list somewhere. Uh, I like Prometheus more than a lot of other people do. I can't stand that fucking movie. You don't fuck with Prometheus? No. Uh, Chronicle is up there. Yeah, Chronicle's awesome. That was surprising. Chronicle. Wait, that was this year? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was like February. Chronicle's February, last, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Max Landis reminds me all the time when I talk about my favorite movies I'm, of I'm the sure year. I'm sure he does. Uh, that his movie happened to be this year. So I, th- I thought it was a really decent year for films. The screener films? 
Not so much, oddly enough. Yeah, like Lincoln, the, I couldn't get. I, I couldn't haven't been do. able to do it yet. I got. I get it just, like it, twenty it minutes. Looks like twenty those, minutes, like straight to TV, like Civil War movies. They force you to watch in fourth grade, and yeah, I just yeah. can't get to it yet. Here's my problem with Lincoln. Um, the entire movie takes place at two o'clock in the morning, <sighs> and it's about old men discussing politics for two fucking hours. Yeah, I know. Even when my grandparents, who are like you know like Academy type voters, and like they're the like demographic for the Oscars, yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is great. Uh, He's we great. almost fell asleep and it was eleven thirty a.m. I made it th- okay. My uh, grandparents will watch any like they love that. Shit I'm looking at the like, list right mm. now. Hobbit. I know you liked it. Uh, I, I love it for it, different Lucas? reasons. Now that I did see, yeah. did you like it? <sighs> Man, I can tell you why. I can tell you why both ways, but it's like, for me, I give it a free pass just because, like, I'm such a nerd for, like, magic and fantasy and dragons and shit. Like, I could have sat in the Hobbit hole for six hours, and I know not a lot of people can, <laughs> and I get that. But did it's you like, see, someone did a review of the movie where uh, they said uh, there was a 50-minute chunk where Bilbo was trying to decide what to put in his bag to bring him on the journey. It was a, jo- it was a parody awesome. review, but it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, the movie's just an unexpected dinner. That's what the title yeah. should have been. Oh, dude, <laughs> my dinner with Bilbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's awesome. <clears throat> um, I am a giant Lord of the Rings nerd. I love the first three fucking mm-hmm. movies. Some of my faves. I lo- <laughs> there are parts of The Hobbit where I completely forgot the that problem, I was watching a movie. The problem with The Hobbit, I think, mostly was that we were watching the extended version in theaters. I would have loved to watch that version on the couch. You're 100% I wanted to right. watch the theatrical cut, which should have been 90 minutes You're, in theaters. If that movie was 90 minutes, it would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, it would have been fucking great. Yeah, dude, like, there's three major... The movie basically follows... It's like, everyone has dinner, everyone leaves. They get in trouble, they almost die. Someone the cartoon that was made back yes, in the 80s the that was back, perfect the and it was like 80 minutes? Ralph Bakshi movie, yeah. yeah. In the fact, the greatest adventure. Yeah. yeah. That was really fucking good, oh, That one was dude. the shit. yeah. yeah. That's the same dude who made um, yeah, that was like eighty right minutes. Back, did it all. A movie called Wizards, which was really dope. Like, yeah, that cartoon yeah, in the eighties. No, that guy awesome. made awesome shit. Um, like yeah, the scenes that worked, like the action scenes mm-hmm. and the big fun scenes, were fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, two mountains fought. That was cool. Totally. The problem with it, it's the first movie where I was like, oh shit, everyone was right. They do walk a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there's like forty minutes of fucking. No, that was the shots. one where I got the criticisms that people said about Lord of the Rings. So, like, exactly. Oh. Same with me, dude. I was like, oh shit. Like, stop showing them walking. We get how people get from place to place. Like, we're not confused. We, we, can, we can understand. Yeah, that people... I actually think, like, the, the turn to HD or whatever wasn't favorable for The Hobbit because, like, it makes a lot of, like, the sets you see and the, the makeup 48... look weird. No, I can't handle Neither did that I. shit. I wasn't, I wasn't going to try it. No, that's not for me. I watch movies because I watch movies. I don't want to see TV shows. Good shit, dude. And then, dude, that's actually a really interesting conversation. And as a filmmaker, and, and you, dude, as someone who acts in a lot of movies, uh, in that roundtable I watched, Quentin discussed why he's quitting filmmaking. And I'd always heard it was because it was an old man's game, but now his new theory is it's digital projection. Yeah. And he says it's TV in public. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of. Which a, I grew up a in a video. I grew up in like a video game sort of culture with how, like, you know, my age range. So it's like, I'm, I'll figure out how to be okay with that. But I could see how but someone you that grew, also was grew older up was, with your dad working yeah. in film. So you, you grew up around actual yeah, pro- film production. Whereas me, I've never, I think there was one day I went to in college where there was actual like 35 millimeter. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. And it's stupid. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, you want me to edit shooting, this with a scissor? Shooting digitally in film, I think, is a different conversation than projecting in absolutely. film or digital. No, because absolutely. Because you've shot I all think, digital. Yeah, because right? I think, yeah, I think projecting in digital actually looks better than the film projections now because, I mean, I don't know how many times I've been to a you know, awesome 35 millimeter screening and it's fuzzy and the sound cuts out and it's kind of like soft. And then I go to like the arc light and it's digital projection. And it looks and sounds fucking awesome. And I'm like, uh. I think there's that fine line though. And I, re- I noticed this for the first time a few years ago.
ago, I worked on a movie that shot on a red camera. Mm-hmm. And when I started seeing dailies and shit, I was like, this movie looks like it cost $10 to make. Yeah, because you effect. can't hide anything. Well, there's tricks that you can play, but it's like, the, the trick is like, I don't know, it's like they'll they'll bump it up to like 4K or 5K resolutions, which is just so sharp that we don't ever need to see anything that sharp. We don't, like, I, what I love about film is it makes actors look like superheroes to where it's yeah. like, oh, wow, I could be them someday. Totally. Instead of like, wow, they look like shit just like me. Like, yeah, I don't like, like oh, seeing shit. that. I want to think they're like mythological heroes. Captain Kirk's got zits. Yeah, I don't, like, don't want to yeah. see that shit. You know what I Nobody mean? Nobody wants to see that yeah, shit. Totally. So it's like you have to play tricks with like the shutter angle and, and you have I'm, to like put I'm on sure softer, actors, older lenses sure to try and dumb it down. I'm sure actors don't, for the most part, too. And, and most, probably yeah, mostly older actors, I'm well, sure. They have to fucking hate it. I mean, yeah. Did you I see mean, Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black 3? He, 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 he looked like he was dead. They it looked like, like, Rick, Baker, it looked like Rick Baker made him. I did really love Men in Black 3 last so year, by I. the way, which is it? a controversial choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I one. only yeah. saw it on DVD like a week ago for the first time. I loved it. You were totally right. It's I got like it. a weird emotional heart it doesn't deserve yeah, to have. At the end of the movie, I'm like, first time why, I met you, we talked am, about Men Why in Black am I tearing 3? up yeah. at the end of a Men in Black movie? It hit me out of nowhere. It's totally fun. I went and saw it myself when I was in Louisiana on Hatchet, and I was just like, all right, I'll go see this. All it's out. And then at the end, I'm like walking out, like brushing tears out yeah. of my eyes. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Totally fun fucking movie, man. Um, what is, are there any movies this year you hated? Oh, what did I? I know oh, there's always something I hate. This is forty. I got halfway through, and then I couldn't. Well, I can't watch. That I looked. Fucking at, movie. I looked at the clock on how much was left, and it said like an hour, and I was that like, and, oh, that, 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 that right? guilt trip look like out. my version of hell. I can't. I can't go to those. Uh, this is forty. Is just really my favorite though. Is you know Brian Lynch? Do you know Brian Lynch? A friend of ours. He directed some films. He made like Hop and um, stuff like that. He made a tweet once. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Where is Osama bin Laden playing?" Angry Birds on his iPad in the bathroom. This is Zero Dark Forty. <laughs> that makes oh, me man. really happy. Did you see this is uh, Zero Dark Forty yet? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, that I, I'm psyched for. I'm I'm the I'm not very psyched for it. No, we'll see. I I really didn't like Hurt Locker, and I'm not really because it just felt like it was like some middle aged woman. It's like there's a war in Iraq. I are, bet we can exploit that on. camera. Are you not a Near Dark or Point Break fan? Oh, I love her older movies. I think after she divorced James Cameron, her career went to shit. I mean, there's a lot of shit, but like he was always editing and writing and the helping her the movies, to, and then they were awesome and fun. And yeah. all of a sudden, she makes movies about nothing once he left. I'm just you know let you know let it go. Wherever see, it's going, I was but. fair enough, dude. Um, and then I guess Argo we should talk about real quick because it's winning all those fucking. Yeah, awards I like Argo. I mean, I don't think it should be winning Best Picture and shit, but I, it was fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Again, what I missed. I missed it, dude. What have you seen this year? I haven't He's seen. Been anything. Working You've too been working too much. Working a lot, right? Yeah. I guess there's no excuse. I mean, I could, I could have got. No, nah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have, you have no it excuse. is when you're working in Canada. Yeah, they don't have movies in Canada. No, they, they don't just do that. got electricity last yeah. week, man. Um, they're working on it. I guess let's let's talk. To, uh, and that was a good segue, dude. People might know uh, we haven't spoken to you on the show before, so let's do a little Correct. intro, sir. We met at Comic Con, where I met all my friends, basically. <laughs> that's, that's how that happens. Um. You, uh, you, you, where are you from originally, dude? Uh, I grew up in uh, Marietta, Georgia. So, right on. Uh, yeah. Did you, like, lose your accent on uh, purpose? Well, I don't know. Do you Give have a an accent? Beers, you'll hear it come yeah, out. Yeah, I'm about okay. to say, when he gets drunk, it comes out real thick. That's fucking funny how that happens to everyone. Yeah, because I guess consciously during the day, you're trying not to have an accent, and then when right, you, get, yeah, and yeah, you get drunk, probably. your brain is like, fuck it. I love the uh, I love when, like, the girls have the Ohio, like, the Midwest accent. They're just Wisconsin? real sharp. Let's play yeah. some Black Ops. Oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, both of those. Yeah, you just made me cringe by the scenario and the accent. Yeah. Um, Hashtag life experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, w- did you always want to be an actor growing up? Man, I don't even think I knew that. No, I was, I was just... You were just hanging I need, out? I, yeah, I needed something to do. Like, I, I say this all the time as a joke, but I mean, it really was true. I just was like, I 
just too small to play football. I just needed something to do. You were too small to football, so you to play football, so you acted. Yeah, well, right like, so I was just looking for something, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, like this, um, like acting school just ran into it. And I was, then I just, back home in Georgia when you yeah, were like in Georgia, high school yeah, and shit. Yeah, exactly. Started when I was like ten years old. Oh shit, ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were younger. Did yeah, you yeah. did you dig it from the start? Uh, yeah. Do you dig acting? You're, this yeah. is very non-committal right now. You're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I might just give it all up. Yeah. No, it was. I mean, it was fun. I, you know, it, it was just what I was doing at the time, and then it just turned into a job at a certain point. Right on. So it, it seems like it was it never a passion for you. It's just a thing that kind of happened. Almost. It absolutely was. I think sometimes because I'll get disappointed, I'll just be like, Ah, nah, I never wanted to do this at all. You know. You're like, Yeah, dude, I was just walking around, and then I was an actor one day. <laughs> no, I guess I no, shouldn't no. get mad. No, really, yeah, yeah, I cared a lot. I mean, it was something that I, like, I could, you know, if I applied myself, things. I, I was just a lazy kid, man. And, and I always wanted to act, and I ended up playing football. See how that happened. Man. Yeah, but you wound up getting grass to act. is always greener. Yeah, and and playing football. Yeah, and I always wanted to act, but I played football, and I quit, and I never got to act. What the fuck, man? It shit happens. Shit's going on. Which brings me to my next point. Uh, Total Recall was my worst, the was least it? favorite movie. We'll of jump real quick to movie that. Fucking suck. Uh, I go um, haywire. Uh, <laughs> haywire. Yeah, I did turn that off on the plane. Yeah, no, that something. that was really bad. Uh, Holy Motors and. Fuck, I can't remember the other one right now. I think Total Recall was Total Recall. Three. I, I yeah. just watched it like two weeks ago on Blu-ray, and I was just like, this is garbage. It was no good. It's just garbage. It was no good. All right, back to tell. Uh, <laughs> what was the first thing you actually did professionally? Do you remember? Let's see. I do. Yeah, what was that? Was it Lightning Bug? No, I did, I did a movie before that, actually. No, uh, I don't think anyone could ever find it though. So, yeah, we're talking professionally. We're not talking. You can't find no, no, it. You no, no, you can no, find it. I've seen yeah, it at yeah. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are no WalMarts left anymore, so you'll never be able to find it. <laughs> what was the uh, movie? Um, uh, yeah, oh man, what that one was called? The Adventures of O.C. Nash. Man, I was like ten years old or something. The Adventures of O.C. Nash. O.C. Nash. O.C. Nash. Yeah. You were the lead in it? No, no, it was like a small part. I actually met his, uh, Jason's brother and sister. Vitro and Estro. Oh, no, on a movie I did when I was, uh, when I was like 12 years old. Lightning Bug, which just released on DVD. Is that how you guys, beca- you guys have known each other that long? No, I, no. I we have known of him. Family. Okay, uh, right on. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. that young. I think what? I met Jay when I was doing another. And laid to rest. Yeah, that, that was, yeah. So wait, you're living in Georgia, going to acting school. How do you get cast in a movie? Uh, did well, you move just, out to L.A.? Or were no, you well, yeah, I think, I, yeah, yeah. I moved to L.A. when I was 13, and then... Uh, Why? Then I went back. You, know, you keep skipping shit, dude. Pilot wait, wait. So you, you moved to L.A. for pilot season when you were 13. You'd done a couple things in Georgia. Correct. Am I correct in assessing yes, your life yes, so far? Yes. Uh, and then what was Lightning Bugs? Uh, Lightning, Lightning Bug was like a friend of mine, uh, Rob Hall. It's like his, you know, his life story, you know, tweaked a little bit. But uh, it was just a story about this kid who's like, you know, goes from abusive childhood. Oh, wow. Oh, so and then, and then, then he ends up making, up. like, doing creature effects and things like that. It sounds like a delightful children's movie about, like, go-kart racing or something. <laughs> I thought it was, like, and then I was thinking of yeah, um, yeah. the Rodney Dangerfield soccer movie, yeah. oh my God. Ladybugs. Yeah. I was all confused. <laughs> that one, I did not expect it to be a movie about an abusive fucking home and shit like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a lot of abuse going I on. Was, I was not expecting that. Um what was like your first big big thing that, that that you were like, oh shit, I guess I'm doing this now? Do you uh, were... yeah. What was it? Try to stay a little closer on the. Oh yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I am bad at this. No dude. worries, man. 
Um, bad at remembering things, bad at telling yeah, stories. I mean, uh, well, he was he was in Walk the Line. He do got, you know? He got cut in half. You know this guy, this guy yeah, knows I'll more about it than I do. You about yeah, go ahead. I mean, uh, no, no, no. So yeah, it was definitely definitely Walk the Line. What were you in Walk the Line? Uh, it was uh, Jack Cash. Uh, I was He's Johnny brother. Cash's brother. I die. Okay. Yeah, and if you have ever seen Walk Hard, I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know how the two kids. Are, oh shit! Uh, wait a minute. Nothing bad's gonna happen to us today. You were in the real one. I, I thought you were one, in yeah. Walk Hard. No, I no he's in the real one. I, I, was, I thought you were in John C. Riley movie. No, 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 no you no, were in good. the real one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that must have been huge for you, no? Yeah. To be yeah, in like an was. Oscar when you know what I mean? Like I think did yeah. Joaquin Phoenix win the Oscar for that, or at least got nominated? I think. Yeah, yeah. That was a big movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. So that was uh, that was when I was like, yeah, all right, this is good. And I think I just started high school or something. And I, but then after that, it was like, you know, I'm in Georgia. I'm going to school. I don't really do anything. So you had you hadn't moved out here full time yet, right? Uh, no. When no, was no. the first? I mean, time? I went out for like you come out for pilot season. Yeah, you'd exactly. stay for a couple months or whatever it was. Yeah. You'd come out to shoot a movie here and there, right? Um, you're still back in Georgia though. Yeah. Walk the line comes out. What's what? Do you have an agent yet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I'd had an agent in L.A. And in uh, and in Georgia, so it was. Uh, so you recovered, man. Yeah, anything yeah, in Georgia yeah. or L.A., the shit was going to come right to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think the first time maybe uh, most of America saw you was was it was it be Miley Cyrus, yeah, the yeah, Hannah yeah, Montana, Travis Brody. Uh, was it the movie <laughs> or the show? No, no, it was the uh, it was a movie. You were in you were the like the the male lead in the Hannah Montana movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smiley, Miley. Yeah, that's the one, man. Um, so what was that like, dude? Had you known who she was before hold up, the? Hold up, I gotta call Jason out right now. <laughs> you know everything. You know every movie. Yep, you can even quote them. I'm sure. Oh yeah, you can. Can you do the I have one of those memories? Yeah, I can, y- I can either that or you really liked it. Jason's also. I'm on his IMDb <laughs> every day. <laughs> he's a, he's also like an unbeatable. I he's a cinephile. Like you. No, Just, totally. Tro knows mo- knows about movies I've never fucking heard of. I know, I know, for better or worse. You would appreciate this. I got the uh, Streets of Fire soundtrack on vinyl yesterday. Yo, for that's a bitch. That's a, that's a good at Amoeba. Good, that's yeah, a great yeah, find, yeah. right, dude? I was really excited about that. Um, when you booked the Hannah Montana movie, well, she was already fucking pretty famous, right? By the point the movie came out, that show had been oh, yeah. out for a while. No, she'd already made like the concert movie that came out and made a shitload of money. So, did, were you aware? You know, it did. It made Again. like $100 million fucking dollars. Were yeah. you aware that, like, oh shit, this is a really big part, kind of? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did, now, what was the audition process like? Let's see. I think um, it, I, uh, I went in, I guess, sent in a tape from Atlanta, and then I just heard that. I was getting flown out to LA to audition with her. F- wow, with her for a chemistry read. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how old were you at the time? Like 18? You were 17. Nice. No, I was probably 16. Se- dude, I was just trying to look up your IMDb and I, I went to your website instead. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Oh, what's, man, your, what's your that's, that's iPhone, What's your iPhone app? Yeah, yeah, wait. I mean, well, I, yeah, I did. That's not true. What is your iPhone app? No, that's that's no that's not real, bro. You don't really have an iPhone app. So what if I click on my new iPhone app is out? No way. Okay, well, <laughs> well, look. It says check it out here. Let's see what it goes to. Is it um, just different pictures of you? Like I don't scrolling? know. That's weird, dude. Wait, wait, wait. Click here. I'm glad you showed it's, that to it's me. It's bringing me to iTunes, where there is a Lucas Till app. Man, I have an app bad. where it's like that, you scan a barcode and like it, it'll tell you if I had anything to do with the movie, so you shouldn't watch it. Well, you guys had an FP app, right? Or a game? Uh, yeah, at there was least. a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not loading, but you definitely have an app, bro. You should probably check into that. It could be like uh, how to track Lucas Till and look at pictures yeah. of him in the shower and shit. Yeah, no kidding. Um, 
So how was that experience being the fucking co-lead in a, in a big, big movie? Yeah, it was nice, dude. It was, um, um, I had, uh, it, I was just like, yeah, but it was, it was, you know, it was Hannah Montana. So I was in high school about to leave because I had, I had some like something I was supposed to do like school or there's a yeah, party yeah. that weekend. I don't know. <laughs> I had to be there for, and it was like, yeah, there we go. I'm just waiting. You got it. You got it, dude. Things. It works. And then I was like, oh man, yeah. So where are you going, bro? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, just heading out for the weekend. Yeah, but you gotta, you told us you're gonna be here. Yeah, I'm just going, and they would just drill me. I just didn't want to tell my friends I was, you know, going to audition for Hannah Montana. Were you embarrassed? A little bit. Like, you're an, but, but as an actor, don't they appreciate that, like, that's a giant fucking movie for you to no, get? No, they did. They did. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, but they, that, yeah. That, if, if somebody back when I was a kid was like, you're going to go be on the show with Alex Mack, I would have been like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I wouldn't have, have fucking given you shit for it. I would yeah. have tried to kill you and assume your identity. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit. Okay. Especially oh, Alex, Alex Mack. Mack. Where is she? Yeah, I have no... Um, I used to have such a big crush on her when I was like <sighs> Fuck, 12. I looked recently. I can't remember. Who's the girl on Veep? No, that's the girl from My Girl. She's back. She's back. She's back, and she's attractive and like no funny. Shit. Yeah, yeah, she's on Veep. Mm. Um, that's funny, dude. So... That movie comes out and it does pretty fucking big, right? Yeah, yeah. The Hannah yeah, Montana yeah. movie? Absolutely. Like every 12-year-old to 15-year-old girl in America sees it. Yeah. Do you suddenly start getting recognized on the street and shit? Yeah, it took a, it took a while. And like people were like, oh, dude, bank. It's going to happen. There's no doubt. And I was like, guys, I think you're overacting a little bit. And like, you know, and then I started believing it. And then I was like, yeah, you're fucking right, man. This is, that's exactly what's going This is happen. my town now. Um, no, nah, but it's it, Travis Brody's town. <laughs> but sure enough, like it, it was such a slow burn that it wasn't until I had completely forgotten about it that, that it was just like all of a sudden, like maybe there were home know, video or something probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, DVD. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I. Yeah, that was like it was just weird. Now, were people shouting your real name or the character name? Oh, a little bit both. Do you remember a that? that? Cuz it's it's always weird for I think younger actors especially too who've been like big in one or two things. Like uh Will Smith talks about I can't remember who told him, but he was talking to like a famous sitcom star right before Fresh Prince was going to start. And he was like, "Hey, what's your character name going to be?" Will Smith was like, I, I don't know, like, I guess we'll just pick a name. And he was like, do yourself a favor, make it Will Smith, because for the rest of your life, people are going to be screaming whatever your character's name is to oh, you yeah, yeah, in the fucking yeah. street. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Man, that actually makes a lot of sense. So you're lucky you avoided the fucking Travis Brody. That, that's not a bad name, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I um, get Havoc a lot, though. Well, that see, I can imagine now. Let's get into that. Yeah, yeah. I, the first time <laughs> that's fine with me though. The first time I think I wish my man was Havoc when I was born. Anyway, dude, that wouldn't have been badass. Like not Alex Summers, fucking Havoc. Yeah, yeah, it's Havoc Till. Exactly. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have become an actor. You would have got to play football if your name was Havoc Till, dude. Yeah, they would have yeah. made a spot for you on that fucking team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people would be like, Havoc's fucking coming. Um, <laughs> what what did you do between now after the the Hannah Montana movie? Was it just like, all right, were you getting tons of offers and shit like that, or? Nah, not really. I mean, it was like there were there were things that would happen because uh, I got Battle L.A. It just wasn't. And then again, people were like, "Oh, when the movie comes out, you're just gonna be set." With Battle L.A. again, work, you yeah, know? yeah. And then and then I did yeah, I did Battle L.A., which I got cut out of. Actually, it's probably for the better. I was you were pretty the, young. You were in the, the spy movie, next door. Yeah, 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 yeah. That which, was awesome. That was awesome. The that Jackie was Chan like, movie. Jackie yeah, yeah. Chan, dude. Which a buddy of mine, shout out to Derek Armijo, used to be part of the show. Wrote the tagline for for the poster. Oh yeah! Do you know that people do that? I didn't even know that was a job. That's a thing. It's a real. How much publicity... did he make a like a living doing? No, that? no, 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 no. I think oh. he probably got like a couple hundred bucks, maybe. Publicity company, oh. marketing companies oh. like farm no, yeah. farm out taglines to people. 
Like he'd written, like he'd attempted, he'd written, he'd been trying to write taglines for like a year for all these movies, and like he wrote part spy, part babysitter, all hero, and it got on the poster. Wow. <laughs> Which I think is like a cool random job in Hollywood that no one knows bucks, about. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, fucking writing taglines. Um, so you've done Battle to LA, you've done Spy Next Door, and you're waiting for some, and of course, everyone tells you every movie you're going to do is going to be the biggest fucking thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, sure yeah. you were expecting it. Yeah. And then like, you, and then you get, then you book an actually really big fucking movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. X Men First Class, right? Which is, uh, and I think we've spoken about this, but a phenomenal fucking film. Like one, one of my favorite superhero movies, and definitely my favorite of that year. I forget what else came out, but I remember very specifically being like X Men First Class was the best superhero movie this year. What was it? Two years ago? Yeah. What else came out that year? Even uh, maybe like I, I, I'll look. I'll look. No, I won't. Yeah. Um, it's a really good fucking movie, though. Had you heard? Or were you a comic book fan growing up at all? I go again. Uh, not actually, no, no, I wasn't. Because I, I know animated you're in, series. You're into man. like Final Fantasy and yeah, you're into, like yeah, video dude, games. That was, yeah, you that fucking was it, man. know my One Piece shit, which is pretty astounding. Yeah. Like, so you're obviously into like anime and video games, but you were never really into superhero comics. No, no, not at all. And then it was, uh, like I said, animated series. Because it was... X-Men Animated Series. Right, yeah. Which Havoc's not even on. No, no. Not at all. all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, we all grew up on that and Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great time yeah. when you were a kid back then. Yeah. It was fucking great. They used to play it before school, too, I remember. Oh, yeah. At like 7.30 in the morning, they'd play X-Men, and that then we'd and get Pokemon. to school. And that school yeah. got me to school. You got it, dude. You got it. And then you get back, a little Stay by the Bell. That never happened for no? me. I never all got right, on the Stay right. by the Bell. I was, I was big on that. Um... <laughs> So you weren't into comics. How does X Men come about? How does that enter your your kind of wheelhouse, as it were? Was it just you heard they were casting and your agent said you should go out for it, or was it a movie right. you wanted to be a part of? Well, yeah, both. I mean, that was one. It was just like, are you kidding me? I would love to be in that. Now, did you know what character you were, you were going out for? Yeah, yeah. Or you mean in the uh, the process? In the, uh, yeah. the process of getting into the movie? Yeah. How did, what yeah, was the process nah. of becoming a fucking X Men? No, nah, actually, I think they had you know like everyone come come in and read generic generic sides and like you know you you have, and it's so everyone's just reading. I think it was called Howler or something. Okay. Howler was the name of super, yeah, yeah, yeah. Create a fake superhero. Create some uh, you know. A fake, couple fake scenes. Yeah, because I remember reading sides for you for Beast. Yeah, well, that, I didn't know that. that until I watched the movie, strange. but that's yeah, what yeah. it was. Yeah, that's what yeah. they had people reading. Yeah, and it was. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you had no idea. You what had no doing. idea what you were reading for, but you knew it was a fucking X Men movie. So yeah, you were so pretty you excited, really right? Yeah. Uh, so at what point in the process did you know that y- they were looking at you for Havoc? Uh, I think it was. Like, I think it was. You know, like stage two or something like that, and it was like. Uh, they had to, you know, kind of tell us. Yeah, I guess they just had to let us know or why people just found out. Or otherwise, yeah. you would have kept reading from Mystique and it would have been fucking right. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, you really didn't know and then all of a sudden... Well, yeah, I think it was when I went to the screen test and it was like, okay, you're auditioning for... I think I auditioned for both... Beast and Havoc, uh, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. At what point... So now you know... Now you're like, all right, I might be playing this dude named Havoc. Who the fuck is Havoc? Did you do? Did you do any research? Did you get any oh, no. comics? Well, I mean that, yeah. Of course, but I, I, even though, yeah, ha- uh, Havoc's not in the animated series. No, not yeah. at all. No, Havoc's I, not. I, I Havoc's still knew not Havoc a, was though. I don't know how. So I don't Havoc's know not really like, a well-known character. I don't think. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, exactly. are you? I mean, you're, you're I, 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 I knew about him a little bit just because you know from playing like the video games and all totally. that stuff. Like, and I knew. Yeah, I mean, must have been it. he's. In, I've always read the comics, so he's. In, I I knew Havoc a little bit better, but the big thing was always that he was Cyclops' brother. That yeah, was, no, I, I always, always knew that. I had a lot of comic books. I've never really read any. Like, I've got hundreds of comic books somewhere, but, but I just love looking at the pictures and really? looking at the covers. You would just you would block out the words. Yeah, I don't know what That's it was, awesome. but like, so I had like I had one a Havoc cover one. I had all kinds of stuff of X Men. Right on. I think I have a Havoc figure somewhere up there, actually. Like, the old school one with, like, the black suit and the white... Yeah, so does Lucas. The white dots. The white circles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... That might be true. You find out you're going after Havoc. What what, how do you, what do you do to research the role? Uh, Did anyone, like, recommend you what books to read? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they made it kind of easy. They get... There was a guy whose job was just to have comics. Are you serious? Around, and he would give... Anyone who wanted them, you know, I got like a thousand pages of Of what he thought was critical moments throughout Havoc's history over the past, what, 40 years, 40 years or something like that? 40 plus, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then that's all I had. That was, I mean, that was all. All you had was a thousand pages of research. I mean, that's all I had to do was that was it. Yeah. Uh, Did you dig the character? Uh, Dude, you Because Havoc's Havoc's an interesting character because he's kind of a dick. Yeah, 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 He's yeah, like yeah, Scott's yeah. hot-headed fucking brother who, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's... And then again, he will, I mean, it was just, it depends on yeah. which part yeah, you no, read, what's, you what's know? Your take like, on the, what's your take on the character? Because did it, did it help enforce what you did in the movie, the the, the books yeah. you read? Like, you played them a certain way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it was, yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, I, I would love to tell you. Like, <laughs> it just, it ended up the way it so ended tell up. tell us, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was... Uh, didn't because I, because I, I, I feel like in the when you first get introduced to him, it's right before it's like he's uh, like locked in the movie. You mean no? I mean, no, the no comic. I'm talking about yeah, the yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just drastically different from what you know. It has to appeal to each generation for that. Oh no, absolutely. And so it was kind of different. So then I just got there and I just was like, oh, well, that, that's what other people are doing. I'll do this. And that was <laughs> that was my favorite thing about first class. And as like a giant comic book nerd, I used to be so hung up on continuity and mm-hmm. like, oh, fucking Storm would never talk to right. And yeah. then first class came out and i was like none of this is in the comics for the most part but it's fucking fun and it doesn't matter it kind of has to be at this point it's so it hard the to please non, the fans like it was the first non-canon movie thing. that i really really enjoyed because they didn't try to please the fans at all in terms of yeah, that's uh, pretty much the only x-men movie i like it's i like x-men 2 is fucking pretty fantastic i like the first 10 minutes of x-men 2 the nightcrawler breaking yeah. into the white house shit. watched it again yeah. recently and i was like ah, did i like this yeah you did we no, didn't not, know anything. Not, not we didn't know from anything yeah. else, dude. The rest of the movie, I'm like, mm. I liked yeah. fucking Phantom Menace. We didn't have like a fucking re- basis of references. Yeah, it's true. But now there's like 800 comic book movies. You realize like, oh shit, it's yeah. easy to make a bad one. And when a good one comes out, it's it's pretty rare. And I think First Class was a really, really good one. Was it a fun shoot? You guys were there for a while, all right? Oh, yeah, dude. I had a blast, man. Was this in London? Because I don't... Because <laughs> it just kept me there. I was just... Having a good time, and because I wasn't working, you know, because a lot so they, of the time, yeah, yeah. Not. Was, but you didn't get to go home from London, right? Because no, in no, case no, they no, needed no. you, no. You because just I, I went and visited him for three weeks one time. He Did didn't, you really? He didn't shoot one day. I was Did there I for not? three weeks. Man, no. yeah. We sure. went to the gym a couple times with on a, stage with but a movie it. like that with so many layers and special effects shit and different plate shots. I'm sure, like it, it's that movie must have what like a fucking five month shoot, four month shoot. Oh yeah, easily. And like they started shooting like. 10 months before the movie's gonna be released so it was just like there were so many different units and just stuff yeah, going on And but Lucas was hanging out at the apartment just dressed in the Havoc costume just waiting yeah just, just playing guitar like a football hero. player yeah. on no, the sidelines dude I you always stay in costume yeah, as yeah. a gauge I played through Red Dead Redemption 
without getting used once while in my exit. And in the exit, you <laughs> sit like this, right? Yeah, you yeah. You sit down. You got to basically you slide is it, off is the Is it couch super uncomfortable? It, I don't know. I didn't find it that uncomfortable. It was only when I wanted to sit down yeah, for yeah. eight hours. You would start fucking sliding. Yeah, yeah. you start. And, 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 and it's really uncomfortable, but I... I remember I played through, I started and finished Red, Red Dead Redemption, Redemption, which is at least like, I'll say 13 to 14 hours of playtime. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. While in my trailer without getting used That's once. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, you actually are, uh, you're in another movie that you shot this year with, with a former guest of Bagged and Boarded, which I like to think like if that didn't happen, none of this, sh- like I made this happen somehow. I facilitated wolves being made. Oh, who? Uh, David Hayter was a guest on this show, yeah, no, yeah, and he was oh, talking no about wanting to make fucking yeah. the movie. He's been trying he, to make that forever. That you wound up starring in. So, so let's talk about that a little bit. You went up to Canada this year to yeah. shoot a movie, uh, David Hayter's directorial debut, right? Right, yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, it's Dave's first movie. And, and if you folks uh, don't know David Hayter, check back on this show. We did a show with him, but he's the voice of uh, Solid Snake. And he's a writer on Watchmen and just a whole bunch of other really cool shit, X-Men 2. And when yeah. he gets drunk, he does, in fact, just start sounding like Solid Snake. Does he can't he? hide it anymore. That's not amazing. only that, not only that, when he gets tired sometimes, he'll just slip into it. Yeah. And then it's just like, I remember oh, him, and I, man, was, him yes. and I were so drunk at this bar up there, we couldn't even hit like the pool walls with the sticks. Yeah, and then he's just like, <laughs> It just it comes awesome. out and it's the coolest. Did it's, you ever, like, it's just, it's Did you ever awesome. have the impulse to fuck with him and just like hide behind a fucking wall and be like, Snake? Snake, snake. <laughs> um, his, oh, man. his text message notification, at least it was when we did the show, was the fucking bling, bling, bling. Yeah, awesome. yeah, which was really, really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it's awesome. He's such a like man. What? How do you describe it? He, because uh, you know, he's a prolific writer. And yeah, he's absolutely. a director now. Yeah, yeah. And and he, I was saying. I'm just still like geeking out because it's fun. Now I'm like friends with a guy, and it's like, wow, I'm I'm friends with Solid Snake. Friends with Solid Snake, yeah. And and I'll uh, and I'll and I'll just be talking shit about it, even tell him how cool I think he is, fucking with him. And he's like, (coughs) yeah, it's like if you uh, were this brilliant actor, but um, but no one really took that much notice. Yeah. But then you had this awesome stamp that you painted and you had to put that on the envelope every time everyone every time someone and someone would always remember that stamp like one in every thousand would be like oh you're the guy who created that stamp <laughs> but you're like you want to get known for your acting that was the I way he described yeah, solid yeah. snake and i was like that's not fair man you know totally, how much that means he, to me and we like, could all, all be so lucky to home. be known as solid snake I know. totally but, he pro- but but at the end of the day yeah if it's the one thing you're known for i'm sure you start to resent it a little bit right he yeah, doesn't though. He doesn't, which saying, is cool. Yeah. Okay, which is I got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that I mean, Jason Momoa is in the movie, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. I don't know if you watch Cal- Game of Thrones, but Cal uh, fucking yeah. Drogo, dude. Yeah, dude. Let's not talk about Conan. But Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, not, is no, let's awesome. not talk about Conan. Yeah, but Game of Thrones is sick. So how did how did this come about? It's a, is it called Wolves? Is that the name of the movie? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the name. Of the it's movie. a werewolf movie. Where you play the lead, right? I think this is all, yeah, correct. This is all kosher correct. to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll stop. Can you, yeah. can you, can you like pitch the movie at all? Has, yeah, has the yeah. synopsis gone out yet? I or I think I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything. Basically, uh, this kid gets. I mean, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm really trying to think. I'm stepping. Please, on, dude. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. What? No, no, no. Oh man. It, it basically just the kid is on the run and has to. Uh, I mean. Something happens to his parents get murdered, and he thinks he's going to be blamed. It's for It's kind of like first blood with werewolves, and I like you know, it. It's werewolves yeah. on werewolves. That works in a yeah. small town. Yeah. 
werewolves and werewolves. And then he runs and, you know, tries to find out what happened from. Why what happened to her family? Why is he a werewolf? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and how long were you up there shooting that? A while, right? Man, I was up there two months, yeah. What's Canada like? It's cold. Dude, it is. Uh, were you in, yeah, it's cold. Were you in Vancouver? No, I was in Toronto. Okay, I like. See, I've never been to Vancouver. I've been to Toronto a few times, and I don't yeah. mind it. It's kind of a cool city. Yeah, it's so clean. It's so weird. Yeah, like, Toronto's fun. Big and that's Canada, man. They have like seventy cranes going up in that city. It's unbelievable. Just building, you mean? Like yeah, and they're all condominiums for some <laughs> some weird. Reason. It's like every major city in the country is fucking pretty much just cranes and and condos. If you go down to Florida, it's like the entire coastline is fucking. But yeah. like half built ones. We, that, we that keep went we keep breeding, man. Yeah, that's the problem, dude. <laughs> We got to find a way to fix it. Uh, so that's badass, dude. So this is uh, this is your, f- I guess your first big lead movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, where you're the st- where yeah. you're the star exactly, of the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome, dude. When do- when does it come out? Do you know yet? Or no, I don't think they know yet. But I mean, you know, David was saying he wanted to come out on Halloween. I don't know if that'll work. That'd out. be badass, dude. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely something for folks to look forward Hopefully to. Hopefully, they can get us into some good parties at Comic Con this I- year. That would be. <laughs> that was awesome. my next question, really. I mean, that's all. That's all we. That's all, all I really care about. I shit <laughs> yeah. you not. Like, what are we? Six months away. I've been thinking about that already. That's why we have too? to go to. We have to go to Sundance. We need like a midway point. To I can't to, just keep hanging yeah. out and not. I've just been like, fuck. I hope I get into Nerd HQ again. Zach Levy, if you're listening. Um. <laughs> so that's cool, man. Do you have anything else you're working on that you could talk about? Uh, man, what do we got? I mean. I mean, you guys got it. Well, you guys got two movies. We're here to talk about one of them right, today yeah. because it's viewable right now by you, the home listener. Tis, tis. Uh, uh, let's just get to it, man. Fucking when I first met you, you had you had a movie called the F P Tro. Yes, and it was called the F P Tro. The F P Tro, and yeah. uh, and and you had talked about you had shot another movie, I think, uh, after the F P. Right around uh, when, the same I, time. when I met you at Comic Con, like superheroes had already been done for a year. It had already been done. Right? It had already been done for a year. But like you were done, t- you were, done. It was called Versus at that yeah. point. And then uh, Wet and Reckless, we were finished shooting too. When I met so you. You had all three movies in yeah. the can. That's awesome. Uh, but you had already been talking about you had the superhero movie where, where you and Till produced it and, and, and starred together in it and all that. Yeah. Um, and it sounded really fucking cool. And then this other and then this other movie, Wet and Reckless, which we'll talk about for a minute, came up, and that kind of became like. That was all I could talk about because it was my favorite movie ever. And then I forgot that Versus. And then all of a sudden, one day you tweeted, you're like, yep, Versus is ca- now called All Superheroes Must Die, and it's coming out in like a week. Yeah, I know. It happens fast. Like which Nothing is happens awesome. forever, and then which all of a sudden, it's like, here it is. It's out. Which is incredible. Yeah, you, you'd made that. How, what year did you shoot that movie? We shot it in 2010. We shot it right before Lucas went off to shoot X-Men. So, so we now three years later, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, we had a very limited window of time to make the movie and a limited budget. And That's awesome. Now, what's the genesis? Like you described it before, I'll try to do my little log line. It's basically, I don't know how much I want. I don't want to give spoilers away because I want everyone to watch it. But uh, four superheroes, their powers are gone. They wake up in like a fucked up abandoned town. And James Remar, who you folks might know from Django and everything else ever, uh, <laughs> including the Warriors, um, is is a uh, what we assume is like your arch enemy supervillain, and he's like, all right, we're gonna play a little game, like, and and uh, I guess a way uh, the way I would describe it, which I don't know if you like, but it's kind of like Saw meets Running Man meets, you know what I yeah, mean? If Saw wasn't a horror movie, because I Saw, think what, what pisses a lot of people off is they're expecting some giant superhero movie and they're expecting a horror movie with lots of gore, and, and it's neither of neither. those things. No, they it's like neither. a cool little character. Study. It's just kind of like a little character Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. 
which is fucking awesome. And I've been speaking of which, I've been watching all the Twilight. Yeah, zones. I started again from the beginning on Netflix. It's Fuck, me great, too. brilliant, dude. Every not every if episode. If you ever get writer's block, just go in there and steal one of their ideas. There's a thousand of them, dude. I've been. I shit you not. I'm on like episode 23. I'm like, fuck. I want to option some of these. No, you know? me too. There's, there's some like that are really good in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so how did the idea come about in the first place? Uh, you know, the idea came about. I was, uh, I was a grip on some music video. For uh, Danko Jones, I believe, and I was sitting there basically just staring at the wall because when you're a grip and you're working for like 14 hours a day, you're just kind of staring at stuff a lot. Well, you know, or, do or, thing. or lifting shit. Yeah, you're just lifting shit. Well, whatever it is, you're zoning out or and making tapping me out. feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, you're, do you're doing a lot of things when you're a grip like that. So I, I feel like there, all grips hate me, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> the grips they hate everybody. Dude, when I worked on Cop Out, like I was so scared of the grip truck. I'm not gonna lie, like I was genuinely scared because we were also yeah, working, in Bro we were working in Brooklyn, so they were all yeah. big fucking New York. Uh, you know I what mean, I mean? I fit in, but like it, uh, it I, I can't do that forever. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Electric guys, great guys. Um. I'm sorry, so go I'm, ahead. So yeah. I'm sitting there being a grip, and I'm like just staring at the wall because that's what you do when you're trying to zone out and pretend like you're somewhere else when you're working as a grip. And uh, I was just like, man, what if superheroes were in a Running Man movie? And I had all these different ideas. I'm like, that's too expensive. That's too expensive. That's too expensive. And I was like, well, if we make this really localized and leave a few people, and it's like it was just that genesis of thinking about it all day. And well, then, you also do, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you also do a smart thing with your projects that. Y you create them to make yourself and not in like a pipe dream circumstance. Like uh, you literally write them knowing that you're going to be able to shoot them yourself. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, I think when most independent movies fail is because they try to like write a $10 million movie and then make it for nothing. And you can't do that. Like you have to write it for exactly what you have. And that's why the FP work. And that's why I think superheroes works, but you know, 90% of the internet will disagree with me, which we're going to talk about, which, which, which we'll awesome. talk about. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's like you write it for what you have. Like if then you know you can at least hit it. Which even with even with superheroes, I was screwed in a couple ends and a couple things I could downscale on. Well, I mean, dude, for, I, I don't know if you want to disclose the budget of what it actually shot with, but when people when people I don't see care. The, we, we made it for twenty thousand yes. dollars. That's what most film school shorts are made for. When people see this, dude, the fact that you have any action whatsoever and that it's somewhat competent, it if tough. not fucking cool, like it is, is and amazing. There's no stunt doubles. There's no effects guys. Like I am loading the explosives and then walking in front of it and then saying action. Like we don't have. It's like we did this whole movie ourselves. It was brutal. So you wrote you wrote the screenplay after after being a grip that day on that music video. Yeah, it was pretty much and, then, and like basically we had a thing where it's like we had we had some money but it's like we only we only have a couple months to make this thing happen because luke we were like lucas is probably gonna get a job on x-men because it was looming it was like a thing where it's like this might happen okay. it's looking more and more like it's gonna happen so if we're gonna do this we have to do it we have to make this thing in the next two months and i was like all right i think we can do that did you have locations locked already yeah i mean you? we just used a lot of the fp locations like every set in the movie is inside the barn we shot the FP, except really? for like one of like, except for like things where it's like we go to the bar, or like the things like that. In town. I, see, I had no idea. The town you? is the FP, but at night. And see, and it looks completely different. Yeah, and like I was trying to like, figure out where it was outside with Uncle Sam with the flamethrower. That's the outside of the foundation. That's awesome. Like all that stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had a script. You had two months to get it together. You had money and had a couple friends, and it was a go. Yeah, and that was just it. No. What's your experience on it, dude? Because well, cause you came in early on as a producer, right? Did Jaytro tell you the idea when he first thought of it, or did he show you a screenplay? No, we were just—I think we were just coming up with the idea together. I mean, I don't know. I yeah. actually don't even remember. I—I I have no idea. That whole thing was a blur. So yeah, it did all happen so fast. But yeah, I, and then let's see. One, yeah, it was right before that, and then we found out. Yeah, I all I remember is 
Was he was like, like, we have to be in a movie I guess now. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, well, I think I, I just can't sit still, you know? I got to have my hands doing something. I was unemployed. Well, yeah, and it gets that thing where it's like, <laughs> neither, like, I, like, no, I he something. was coming from the party. He kept, like, almost getting parts and things. And, like, I was, like, spinning my wheels because the FP was, like, two years after it had been made at that point or something. And it didn't look like anything was going to happen with it. And I'm like, fuck, we got to do something. So we just came up with an idea that we could make for some money that we scrounged up. And we're like, well, let's just do it because we're sick of not doing anything. That's dope, dude. And the main cast is, it's you and Lucas. Um, what's the gal's name? Her her name is Sophie Merkley, and she's really great in it too. How did you find? Was she just a that's, friend of yours? That's or? tricky. Uh, yeah, I mean, she actually was. She was a friend of ours at the time. Not anymore. Uh, at the time. Okay. Uh, how did she get involved in the movie? Just a friend that she was, was just an a friend, and we needed an actress that would work for free because we had no money. And who's the other dude who plays the wall? That's uh, Lee Valmassey, who's LWE in the FP. Oh, shit. I thought that was LWE. Yep. He fucking cleaned up well. Yeah. D- is it's, it not it's, insane? It's insane. It's insane. The dude looked yeah. like a model in this movie. Yeah, he's always... <laughs> he, he's a chameleon. I, yeah. I don't know. It's unbelievable to me. That's crazy. And then you had another familiar... Uh, Sean Whalen. Yeah, Sean Whalen, of course. Of yours, and, and Nick Principe was in it, who has been a buddy of ours. He was BLT in the FP. And then, I guess, crazily enough, fucking Remar, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've known Remar since I was like 10 years old from the set of Mortal Kombat 2, so it's like he's been a buddy forever. Was he Raiden? Yeah. He took over for Lambert, right? Yeah. What, he was you, on that. And, like, was your I was, dad special effects on that? He was special effects on that, and like my parents were going through a divorce, so I basically was with my dad living on set in Thailand and England for four months, basically. And then uh, I had a Game Boy, and uh, he was bored, and we became friends. That's awesome. We started playing, playing Tetris. Yeah, we always fight. We, yeah, yeah. It was four months of beating each other's scores on Tetris. Did you write the part of Rickshaw for him? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now, let me that was another you. thing. It's like I didn't write it and be like, I sure hope I can get somebody like Remar for this. That's awesome, and uh, and he he's got a really. Co- I mean, he wasn't there for the whole shoot, right? No, he was there for five hours. That's amazing because I'm the, the way you the way you you utilize his time in the film. What well, yeah, well, is I was like, well, great. we can only get him for like a day. How do we make him appear throughout the whole movie, but only have to shoot for a day? And I was like, oh, he'll just be on TVs everywhere. That's awesome. And we can yeah. shoot him in one location with one angle. Um. So he came on board. What what was it like assembling? Because how many time between realizing you could do this between actually shooting it did you have? I think it was like two months. That's fucking crazy. Even that. And that was like from the genesis of the idea. Like that, we're not talking about a script or pre-production or anything. You mean like, from the, from the time you were on the set of that Denko Jones video, whatever the fuck that means? Yeah, it was like two months. Like that was bad. That was like in April, and we started shooting in the beginning of June or like middle of June. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Now you uh, you directed. As you always do. Yeah. Uh, who was the simple? For better or worse. Who is... Uh, I have to bring up the IMDb, so I'm a little... <laughs> Let's do that. Um, your sister did costumes, right? Yeah, which is also funny because she only had two weeks to make the costumes and making superhero costumes and oh, all that's the right, costumes. She, had to, go she shoot, had to build them all from scratch. She had to go do... Uh, Project, Runway. Project Runway. She had two right? weeks before they basically put a bag over her head, take her cell phone, her identity, and just throw her in New York. And I didn't get to speak with her for six weeks. Dude, so I want to... she gets taken two weeks away and then like I can't even talk to her on the phone. Like When she calls, there's a producer on the other end. She's like, I can't answer that. Like you didn't even talk. It was like she was in prison or something. Speaking and, of your uh, sister in Project and Runway, yeah, and she was ne- so we didn't have her in the movie. So it's like we had to like learn how to sew and put things together when our shit would fuck up because there's nobody That's there. Awesome. And, like my stepmom had to help me and like yeah, like only two weeks and we had to do that. And then like she got when she got back was the last day of shooting. So That's like, amazing. My other favorite thing about the movie is just a random side note. It has to do with the costume is the fact that uh, your character uh, Charge has like an eye patch. Mask. Yeah. Well, the idea like, being is people. If people don't yeah. know you, yeah, well, the idea being if they, no if they don't know me, it's like I would have had two black eyes, yes. and I see through that, like 100%. you know, Spider Man or something. And even like there's a scene where you have like glasses on and mm-hmm. shit. Like, y- y- yeah, you hi- you hide your eye patch in this H- movie. Hide it well enough. 
Which is there's always going to be a different trick. Do you think people really? I thought you were just going to let that shit like that was going to be your trademark. Yeah, no, it will be. I mean, in the sequel to Superheroes, there's definitely a different trick that I have on my sleeve. Um, that's so great, dude. Now, how much uh, did you guys come up with your own character? Like, till what what part did you have in coming up with Cutthroat? If any, like in the conceptualization. I think I think it was just like. It was. I think Jay wrote it for yeah, it, yeah. He knew exactly who he was well, writing. I, I just knew. I was like, well, I know Lucas. He's my best friend. Uh, I think he could do this, this, and this, and this. And there's. I think I might have been like a point. Like, okay, we got these superpowers available to you. Which one would you like to have? Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I think that is exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, it rings a bell. Now, what was it like coming up with like super fucking hero? Like literally, you just mentioned powers. Like you, yeah. Are there backstories to these guys in your mind? Like, in, you- in my mind, there are enough. But like, I wanted to make it to where it's like, and I know a lot of people are pissed off because you know we didn't do a bunch of like we didn't waste an hour of the movie doing an origin story, which everyone always complains about and is boring to me. To show them with powers that yeah, you don't have the money to show them. Yeah, that exactly. They have. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. so. If we have the things we have, it's like I always think it's more interesting to hit the ground running. And then like what I loved about everything about lost up until about season six is like you are always confused but you know enough to like keep going yeah. and learning who these characters are but just the conf- as the, the show confusion goes confusion makes you want to go further yeah exactly hate, naturally people hate to be fucking confused. yeah so but yeah. i was like if you're gonna do that we have to make all these superheroes things that we all know it's like they're all archetypes of characters or their powers are things that we know through and through and seen a million times so we the have second, to think a second thing the second they said his name was the wall i knew what his powers yeah, were exactly you know like what I mean? things like that and it's like charge he's always head first into exactly. it cutthroats fast and like rickshaw's the only one i'm a little he's dragging people through it Okay, I like it. I see in my mind he he had like an actual rickshaw. Yeah, that was like sure. his super. That was like his Batmobile. Sure, you know what I mean. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, I'll put that in the sequel. Yeah, yeah, do it, man. Is he, <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna write the sequel together. It's yeah, no, we'll, be, we'll yeah, write yeah. the third one together. That's yeah, the origin yeah, totally, story. Man. Um, so what was the shoot like? You guys had two months to shoot, or two? No, months we had, to we shot finish. for fifteen days. Okay. Which and it was ten hour days because we shot in the summer and you only have ten hours of night and the whole movie takes place at night. Wow. So it was rough. Like we had to have our shit together. Yeah, you were pretty much on one. We had no, take, we had no, takes, we had right? no crew. We had no crew. We could never really go over three takes because we didn't have time. And it's like it was like us moving around lights in our superhero. When costumes. you say no crew, do you mean literally no? crew? I mean literally no crew. Like I think we had PAs like two days and like one or two, and then we had to like send them home because it got weird. Because we're like, oh boy. And uh, the the DP on this was Amanda Trey. Amanda Trey's, yeah, that another- she's awesome. Amanda, who is has always worked as an electrician for my brother throughout the years. And has now become an awesome DP. It was I was actually I was on set. She was the electrician when I was the grip, and I'd work for worked with her oh, for years set, and stuff yeah, with my yeah. brother. And I was like, "You want to just go shoot something?" Dude, okay. Can, and now in my mind, I'm just imagining you like leaning on the wall on that set, and you like fucking. You're like, "I have an idea for a movie," and you start looking around. You're like, "She could be the director." No, like, that's, that's just, exactly you how it happened. it from whoever was yeah, ten was just, feet in front of you. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Um, and what was now the fucking Gornet fan? Who did the the special effects? Like, uh, the it, which is awesome. It's actually my friend Alexis Acosta, who I've known since I was probably fourteen. Went to high school with up in the FP. She went to school for makeup effects and everything. And I was like, hey, you want to come? She's really, do some really gore? good. And like, and it's not like she had no crew, and like she didn't have any money. It's like, okay, I guess we can make that out of something in the fridge. That's awesome, dude. No, and and then and then you screen the movie. You've had this movie in the can for two fucking years. Yeah, right? it's been so you've been showing it to friends and stuff like that. How yeah. did how did it all of a sudden come out in theaters and on Blu-ray and on iTunes? Uh, we had a screen. We screened it at Toronto After Dark last October, I think October of two thousand eleven, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. And then uh, the people, the film festival guys, liked it a lot. There was a lot of other people that didn't like it so much. And then we screened it for uh, we screened it for some buyers, and we got back. And uh, Image Entertainment picked it up, 
And because they'd also done, uh, they did the DVD of the FP and everything, and they dug it, and they've just been pumping the hell out of it. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's been on fucking like major coverage yeah, on it's, websites. It's everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, like we're all bummed out because like, oh, it's not Draft House because you know they've got the rad like you know publicity and everything. But then like this has been getting more publicity than the FP somehow. So 100%. it's like it's got a fantastic poster too. Yeah, the poster's awesome. Like I, I love with Image, like they totally get it. Like even if it's things, it's like I'm like that's not the movie, but I'm like man, I get it. Like you're selling it, and that's yeah, awesome. That would be a cool. <laughs> I would would watch that yeah, if yeah, I was no, stoned totally. on Netflix. I guess we should talk about that a little bit too. Uh, you, you dealt with it during the FP, and you're definitely dealing with it now. More so now, which is odd. this is the first time I've actually gotten hate tweets and hate Facebook really? messages. Yeah, like okay, so so. Uh, you're People a, hate me so much well, for being a, a kid t- that was just a, trying to follow yes, dreams with a bunch exactly. of buddies. They hate Dude, me. That's that's. I'm not gonna because I was gonna think. And I was 23 you're like years diff- old when I made like this. A difficult filmmaker. Not meaning you don't make like weird. You don't make fucking holy motors. No. Your shit's fairly easy to digest. Yeah, I think so. The at least. amount of loathing people the have hate. for you. I was like, it gets to the point where I'm like bordering on like I don't want to sound like a conceited because I'm completely not that way. But it's like, is it some kind of weird like jealousy thing that they're just fucking angry? Like, I think I'm trying to go through the motions because none of it makes sense. Like, I they're so mad at me. There's a jealousy, and you nailed it before. There's a jealousy inherent in the fact that, like, they could do this. Yeah. And they're not. That's what, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, at which point I say, try it. That's what I'm saying. See what happens. Most people aren't motivated. You know what I mean? Do you know, he's like, it's easy to write a fucking screenplay. Most people never will ever, ever yeah. write one because it, it's just, it's, I guess it's, it's, um, it's, it's easy to talk about writing a movie or making a movie, but it's a much different thing to actually yeah. make one. And then it's like, even with our movie, like the script was longer and things like we have to tear pages out of the script and we're on set because you don't have the money for it. We don't what have the time are, for what it. What are the major criticisms you've been seeing? Uh, that it's the worst script ever written <laughs> and it's, the, and I'm the worst director of all time. Have they not seen the FP? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Dude. I, I, no, exactly. no, well, at my retort, it's like, have you not seen like any of the Uva Bowl movies? Like, I don't think you guys even know what the or worst like movies, movies are. Or like movies that come out in fucking theaters. Like, yeah. it's not like you know what I mean, dude. I'm not. Say, let's not compare how think, bad well, the your movie is. is to the other thing movies. is, I think they're pissed because the production value is high enough to where it looks like we made this for multiples of millions of dollars. To where they're just like, fuck those guys. It's like we made this for nothing, and somebody gave us a chance. It's not my fault that somebody dude, marketed you, it well. You made a movie in 15 days for fucking 20 grand. Like what? And yeah, I, I'm not, I, yeah, what are people expecting? I don't know. Well, yeah, I wish you, I wish but, you could put that on the front cover. Yeah, you can't put that in the front. <laughs> what cover, are though. you That's expecting? Yeah, what are you expecting? All superheroes must die. It's what you think it might be. It's watchable. Yeah, yeah. It's totally, it's totally fucking watchable, dude. And that's more than I can say, dude. A few of the Oscar screeners I got were not watchable. Literally, I, I feel the same way. You know what I mean? If I didn't think Les Mis was the greatest comedy of all time, I couldn't get it through more than ten minutes of that. That's what I'm saying, dude. So it, it's just an achievement that you fucking you're making movies. I mean, I, mean, you've I, made, I thought so. I'm proud of it. Three, I'm proud of my friends and everyone involved that made it. But there's a lot made, of people that hate us. So you made fuck three em. fucking feature films by yourself in the last yeah. fucking. Hopefully, three I can years. stop that, but we'll see. Yeah, but totally. But even if you can't, dude, it's yeah. it's it's kind of fucking astounding. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it had a really uh, small theatrical run, right? Is it yeah, still it was ten theaters AMC? I think it's out now. I think it was like a one week run or something. Okay. But it was awesome just seeing it at AMC's to where it's like, oh, it's next to like Django and Zero yeah, Dark yeah. Thirty and all these massive movies for your consideration. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Which L-W-E. is funny. Uh, my brother and I, for whatever reason, were on. Uh, because they have a list of the year for the Directors Guild to like nominate people for the yeah, directors. Yeah. Somehow we're on that list, but it's like with hundreds of other directors. For so what movie? Just for the FP. That's and and because my great. my grandpa is in uh 
he's in the DGA because he was like a first assistant director. He okay. was like first assistant director on Unforgiven and big serious? movies way wow. back when. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's funny because he showed me the list and he's like, yeah, we voted for you. I mean, I voted for you number three. I mean, I had to vote Les Mis and, you know, Life of Pi, <laughs> but, you know, you got your number three. It was just, it was so funny and just cute for grandpa. It's like, you like us, but, you know, not as much as Les Mis. Oh, uh, dude, that would have been great if you got nominated for an Oscar for the yeah, There's absolutely no way. I wanted to sweep the Razzies, personally. Did I would have been so proud. No. Fuck them. Dude, Maybe with superheroes though, that. we got some. We got some hope. People are they're pretty pissed. <laughs> um. So so. Uh. That's so fucking funny. For dude. your consideration. For your consideration. Razzie. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sweep it. Uh. For your consideration. Stallone won. Jay-Tron. Stallone has won the most Razzies in history, and Razzie I'd love really? to look up to that. That's not a, a bad thing to be, dude. I'd love yeah, to. I'd I mean, go every time if I was nominated. Totally. Do, what are What are some of the best? Do you have any best bad reviews on this one? Because we did this on the last one. Oh man, yeah. There's been There's been some really good I ones. I saw someone say like. This is the reason I hate the whole like anyone can make a movie fucking theory. Yeah, they're like yeah, basically I'm just like the poster boy for why you shouldn't make independent movies. And uh there was lots of there's lots of stuff. Uh, one guy actually wanted to uh f- like on my Facebook page it was something like uh I was just looking at this today. He was like, "Remember that part in Family Guy where, you know, Stewie goes in or Brian or something he goes into Will Ferrell and beats him up until he has brain damage because he isn't funny. I want to do that and give you brain more brain damage than you already have. So you stop making movies. And I was just like, people still watch Family Guy. That was my only retort. But like, I, I've been getting like these weird hate mails. Just like, I wasted fifty dollars of weed and eight bucks on your movie. And I was like, well, maybe. How, hey, if you hey, how much if you smoked fifty you bucks smoke of weed during the course of a seventy-six minute movie? Ten minutes. That's yeah. a problem. Jesus Christ! Or like, where do you live that weed is that expensive? <laughs> no shit. Are they watching the movie in Tibet or something? Yeah, like, no, but uh, I mean, it, it's just it's just the gamut of worst director of all time, worst this of all time, like the worst, the most amateurish script, like a fourth grader wrote well, this. Well, see, dude, I think I think what a big part of the problem is is that you you you're an independent filmmaker. Yeah, I don't. I think you make movies that don't necessarily have independent film ideas and for that reason so I don't want to make independent movies aver- That's the I know that but but I think I think the audience you you get is not necessarily the audience that will get you because of how kind of mainstream these movies get yep. acknowledged you know what yeah, I mean exactly and that's like the, the thing like they get marketed in a way too it, it alienates both crowds because the independent people are like oh I want to see an indie movie oh wait this is like a bigger but this sucks yeah. and then you get the you know the hardcore like you know the bigger market guys and they go on like this doesn't have enough but there's no like buildings falling down that's what you need in every movie yeah buildings falling did down did you see that thing on uh i forget what website did it but they broke down it was like 30 posters in the last year had had the same exact image and it was a dude right in front of the the center fr- uh center close up and then behind him were two buildings crumbling <laughs> literally 30 posters there's a lot of that I mean, Star Trek's so got that. Star now. Trek, dude, exactly. Uh, like every fucking movie ever is now That's just funny. buildings crumbling. There's a lot of guys standing and looking back. I mean, we had that in the FP. Yeah, yeah. but Lots we did. But that. we did that. You did it we, before we did, Iron Man. I know did we it. did that, stealing it from Chronicles of Riddick, and then so, Iron Man stole it from you. But Iron Man, even <laughs> down to like the boots and yeah. the lead, lit up circle, yeah, awesome. and like it's it's, it's awesome. awesome. It's the same thing. Uh, so um, everyone can go see All Superheroes Must Die right now on is it iTunes? It's it's iTunes, Amazon, and like all the VOD stuff right now. But if you wait two weeks, it'll be out on DVD and Blu-ray, and you can get it on Amazon. Are there special features on the Blu-ray? I don't know what they're gonna put on there. You have no say? No. I just gave him some stuff, and we'll see what happens. Right on, man. Uh, no commentary? I, I didn't record one, so... <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> unless, if Unless the distributors one? do it. <laughs> no, wouldn't that be sick if somehow it came out and you, did, you had yeah, a commentary track? They just pieced together on? interviews? Yeah, yeah. It was, I like making this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, I want to get into a little bit. So everyone, honestly, go out and see All Superheroes Must Die. How much is the rental? It's fucking cheap. I think it's like seven bucks right now on yeah, VOD. But if you it. wait two weeks, you can rent it for like three bucks. Yeah, so. or just buy it. on Redbox, too. Buy it so. and watch it all the time. <laughs> it's on Redbox, too, which is really cool. Um, and then you guys have a third feature. That's which correct. Which is one of my favorite movies of 2012. That's right. But I didn't count that on the list because it didn't really it's come It's a 2013 out. movie. Come it, on. It's so fucking good. I can't describe it. It's called Wet and Reckless. Hashtag wet and reckless. Now. Hashtag wet and reckless. If you've seen the FP or all superheroes must die, it has nothing to do with that person. <laughs> nope, at all. Yeah. It'll look like a completely different. It is filmmaker. a com- and it is a completely different filmmaker, a completely different sensibility. Like it. Yep. Not saying I don't like your other films, but I saw wet and reckless, and I was like, five minutes in, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> that was the idea. Like J. Yeah. J-, J- Tro yeah. made this. Because Jay Tro's like action dude. No, fucking, this, this one's really silly. Like if I ever, if we ever get in a situation socially when I'm kind of scared, I literally scream Jay Tro's name at parties. I'm like Jay Tro, Jay Tro, this guy's being mean and to I us. Always appear. Drunk Tro, um, <laughs> or Bane Tro even sometimes. No, Bane Tro's the best. Bane Tro's my favorite. He pushes over porta potties. Uh, we won't talk about that Halloween. too much. <laughs> um, you missed that one, tell. Uh, no, yeah, no, I heard stories. Yeah, yeah, but but Wet and Reckless. How would you describe Wet and Reckless? It's uh, it's two big reality stars, and they're it's like a Jersey Shore. It's you and Lucas again, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and Lucas as again. Lobo, as the Lobo and, and, Toby, and Dollars. Toby Dollars, and we're these two reality TV stars, and you know we're down, we're down out because our show is just going down the shitter because we're too rec- wet and reckless. The show, which is called. The Pussy Police. The Pussy Police. And it's like, it's like Jersey Shore, but it's just P-P- a buddy cop P-P-D thing. We just go life. around, yeah, we just go around and get drunk and, you know, fuck chicks and that, and drink a lot. And then the, the ratings are going down, so they give us a chick who's a scout, Taylor Compton. From, from the Rob Zombie Halloween yeah, they, they yeah, 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 they, they add a, they give us another cast member and then to up ratings, they make us a go to Thailand. Buduzzi. Yeah, Badussy. Leave that one for you. <laughs> they, you know, they make us go to Thailand because our ratings are sinking, but then, uh, we basically just get dumped there and have to find a way home, which involves us finding a treasure map and finding buried treasure to find our way home, because in our crazy lunatic minds, that's our only way home. Now, at this point, I'd seen the FP and I'd known Jane for a while, and, and the FP, while a funny movie, is not, it's, not into, it's not a comedy, really, right? Oh, it is. It is, but but there's a certain. It's a it's a satire. I mean, it's but it's like, it's very sarcastic. But it takes its but within the comedy, it takes itself seriously, and that's well, yeah, why no, the comedy the, works. The problem being with the FP is it's so completely my humor, where I'm just that sarcastic. Where it's like, is he telling a joke or is he mad at me? See, but that's what I find funny about Wet and Reckless because it's your humor too, dude. And it's like oh, it's the fu- it's the it's more abs- cute version. It's absurdist. Yeah. It's it's like I, it's really fucking funny, and like. So I laughed more in, in Wet and Reckless than I have in most comedies this year, or or any that I could think of. It wasn't well, a good it, year for comedies. It, it uh, doesn't let you up for air too much. No, dude. It, 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 <laughs> for it's, better or worse. Yeah, and you guys shot it all by yourselves yeah. in Thailand, right? Oh, yeah. Like you, Lucas Taylor, and your sister. Yeah, that was it. That was the crew for yeah. the whole movie. We were doing. Dude, we were putting sound packs on ourselves. You we should were, write a fucking book or something, bro. Like Rodriguez I, did his whole like film school thing, where it's like sell yeah, body parts. Top for ten med- books to burn. Yeah, yeah. On the internet, sell body parts for medical experiments. But the fact that you've made three movies under these circumstances is pretty astounding. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel it. How long were you in Thailand for? Uh, what were there for? Like almost three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think like so. most people vacation for like a week and a half. Yeah. You made a fucking movie. And we traveled all across the country. Yeah, like yeah. we're going on 12 hour train rides and bus rides and just to get all over the place and travel because the movie's very travel oriented. Now, Lucas, was that your first time doing like an out and out comedy? Yeah. Not, I mean, I feel like I'm like that more often than I'm like anything else in, in real life, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you do that comedy every day. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's You're like, yeah, true, yeah. But 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was that was much easier to do. Like when we were doing that, that was probably the easiest thing for me to do. And that's what's great about the movie. Without having to know you two guys, you can obviously tell that your parts are kind of based on fucking reality a little bit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, exaggerated version. Exaggerated yeah. versions of ourselves, and more like a lot of people that are very close to us that yeah, we've met I mean, it's, and come it's, across. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it, in the it, way where the FP makes fun of like you know the generation of like tough guys and wiggers and that kind of thing, like this one definitely makes fun of young Hollywood. That's yeah, it makes for fun, me, you like, make fun of yourself. Yes. Yeah, it's making fun of just about the whole. Like, uh, like, I was just very sick with Young Hollywood, and I was like, I got an idea. It's it's real fucking funny. Um, what's the release look like on that? Any any idea what you're doing? Uh, with we're it? we're shopping around right now to see because I'm just finishing it up. So we're shopping around to see who's gonna buy it, and we'll see what happens. And I'll know more about that in the next month or two. I'm sure. I definitely want to have you back on when that's available. Oh yeah, for sure. We'll have a big fucking. And you said I could be on the commentary. I, you you will be the commentary. We can record it on this computer, man. Yeah, just go. as long that's as we can that, figure out some kind of drinking game to do it while that watching shit it. Works. Yeah, totally. Every time you're on screen, we drink. Um, well, <laughs> what, what else do you got going on, Trail? Anything coming up? Uh, I've got I've got some stuff going on. Um, I've got a potential sequel to Superheroes that I'm finishing the script up on. That I'm, I actually want to make more than ever now because they hate in the internet just to get back at them. Yeah, it's like, hey, guess what? You hated this movie so much. <laughs> Here's they another made a one. Sequel. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm actually pretty excited about that. And um, uh, there's some things that I can't really talk about that my brother and I are gearing up to possibly direct in the near future. And you should like uh, Human Centipede it to it, where where like all the bad reviewers of like it takes place in the real world now, <laughs> and it's like uh, Rickshaw kidnaps all the people all the who reviewers. gave shitty reviews, and then we can just call it Lady in the Water. Yeah, and then Lady in the Water too. Yeah, all superheroes must die. <laughs> Uh, and then you and your brother. Your brother's got some big stuff coming up, right? Yeah, he's he's been shooting a lot of stuff. Um, um, what do I know? Uh, this Lords is the of, end. Is Lords of be, Salem yeah, and Lords this is the end or the, the next two coming out. Yeah. This is the end. Do you see the trailer for it? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you're in it, but yeah, no, the trailer that, looks that, fucking amazing. Yeah, that, that trailer is so... I'm not in the trailer. No, no, no. I mean, he's in the movie. But it's but, so just uh, scratching the surface of what that movie It's just, it's a offers. minute and 40 of dialogue and it's like the funniest thing The movie thing that's is come insane. Out and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that shit. Um, where can folks find you on the internet to keep up? Uh, they can find me at, at the Jatro on Twitter, or you can go into a Facebook fan page with, at, you know, Jason Trost. It's pretty easy. Right on, man. And what, and what can they do? When they, find they, they can, they can talk they can at converse, me. They can, they can confront new, me. New they picks. can give me insults. They can leave pics. They, sext, they, they can, they can, they can sext me on there. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. I'll generally reply to just about everything because, uh, I'm usually up until three in the morning working on something. So <laughs> I'm around. Uh, what about you, sir? Where can folks keep up with you on the internet? Uh, at Lucas Till on Twitter, of which you don't really use much. Uh, you know, you've been yeah, using I'm a it casual, more lately. I'm a You're a casual, casual tweeter. tweeter. Yeah, tweeter. Casual yeah. tweeter. You Twitter. can say Twitter. Tweetist. You are Twitter. Yeah. Well, um, Lucas Till on Twitter, and then apparently LucasTill.com, where you can find out yeah. more about his iPhone app. Forgot about that. Um, the and then get that app. get that app, folks. And uh, and look for wolves when it comes out in theaters. Right? I should I should update that and actually make some real money off of that. You should figure out what the fuck is going on with your own website, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, that's the first step. That's the first step. And then and then and then you turn into one of those young Hollywood people. Um, now, dude, fix your fix your website. People want to go. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, LucasTill.com. He promises you by the time you go, it'll be, <laughs> it'll be fixed. And if not, he'll come to your house and cook you dinner. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Prom applications are now open. Six. Uh, as long you as didn't know, five, but you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Female. You didn't know, but the Supreme Court just made podcasts like uh, legally binding things. So you're fucked. Yeah, we're we're you're screwed. Fucked, dude. Um, as long as you're a five foot seven, blonde haired, blue eyed. Uh, only know, five five foot seven and up. We don't go to. Oh, okay. And up. We go taller. Yeah, we go. What's taller. the cap off? Like eight feet. 
Oh, How, what is too tall for Lucas Till? I mean, I really. I mean, I like I think, tall. I think too I like tall. So too I, tall for me is probably taller than me. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, no, no, I think it, I think tall when they're actually shorter than me, but you know, taller than. Think about no. like actually tall, like six foot eight. That'd, that'd be, be yeah, weird. There's no way. Be there's weird. no that'd arms wrap around weird. you like if a spider. If there are any six foot eight ladies out there who want to who want to prove us wrong, hit up uh, at Lucas Tiller at the Jatro. Um, I'm on Twitter at at Cameltoad. The show is coming back. Misty will be back soon. We promise. Uh, Geekcomicbook.com. We're getting there. It's, it apparently takes a really long time to draw a 140 page comic book, so we're working on it. And uh, other than that, what did we learn today? What did we learn today? I'm trying to think. We learned that like Till basically doesn't know how he became an actor or what movies he's in, right? Uh, but he enjoys it, but and he's yeah. got a, and he's got a website. He's happy, and he's ha- you know what? He's and happy. He's happy. That's what we learned today. And he's happy. <laughs> Lucas is happy. Lucas is happy. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been bagged aboard. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Jesse, watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, begging boarded, it's a way your life, tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, who's the two free geeks you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet we be the top crooks, we got issues and we owe me funny books, homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling, me and JR, we got the top villain, sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat, get ready for the top podcast, you all agree, others spit loud, but I can spit faster, I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. Could we just talk shit? Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking that Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green, on nothing. Quick stop and I tools are storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out in orbit. We're not quite Right, our thoughts are distorted. So now we present to you another bag of boarded. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>